Hello. Uh, content warning for this episode. Uh, normal stuff for uh, the, the Gundam Wing. And then also at the end, we start talking about Gundam Wing fanfic. I do not recommend looking up Gundam Wing fanfic. Uh, otherwise, hope you have a great day and I'll see you in a week. listeners how are you that's good i hope you're doing well i automate uh removing long pauses now so that joke doesn't work anymore that sucks with me today is me autumn so you know what that means that this is gonna be very funny and wholesome uh i don't know about wholesome hehe <laughs> Be up, we're continuing <laughs> Wing Sember. You cannot escape, we cannot escape. It's Gundam Wing. It's Gundam Wing. However, you'll be happy to know we skipped two episodes. We are doing episodes 29 to 32 today because Gundam Wing episodes 27 and 28 are both recap episodes. And a show where nothing has happened, they needed two episodes to recap. Oh, but there is something. Something does come up. Two things come up. Um, one, I'm not going to mention because it's a spoiler for later events. That work. It works way better if you don't know what's coming. The other is that Relena is now officially the head of the Sanct Kingdom. And also, she is like the president of a school for teaching uh future the future leaders of nations how to be peaceful because she has adopted pure fascism pure fascism <laughs> pure pacifism which i'm sure is going to last the entire series to go absolutely she will never kill yeah <laughs> so uh, episode 29. Did I forget? Nope. 29. The heroine of the battlefield. Um, opens up with Relena giving a speech about peace and how great peace is and how if we all work together. Peace, 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 peace. Peace, peace, pacifism, peace, peace, pacifism, peace. Peace, pacifism, pacifism. Fuck, that was more, like, coherent than the actual show's dialogue. Yep. These four episodes are pretty fucking painful. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't really know what anyone really said throughout anything. Because none of it made sense. None of it at any point. are really fucking painful and hard to get through. I'm not going to lie. Like, Like, I do my best. It's just the voice act is... This episode especially, these four episodes especially are somehow extremely bizarre and weird and wacky and still the most boring things I've watched in a while. Because it just it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't... Ah. Uh, anyways, everyone's listening to Relena talk about how cool Peace is. I'm not sure why everyone's listening to Relena. Because... 
her entire family is dead because they followed these rules and they're currently being occupied by the Rockefellers? Like, the world and the Sanct Kingdom? So I'm not sure why anyone's listening to Relena. Uh, next scene, there's some Oz troops who are searching the ocean because they find the craft that Hero and Catcher use to get back to Earth. They talk about there's no Gundams here, but if anyone sees the Gundam pilots, there is a kill on sight order. Uh, next scene, Hero's playing with a couple soggy doggies with by like paying, playing fetch with them with a pineapple? Yeah, just throwing the pineapple like into the water, and and they swim out to get it, and they don't get it, but they come back anyways, which proves yep. that uh, the makers of this show have never met a dog. Um, they also bark in unison a lot because the animators didn't animate them separately. It looks like they just kind of copy pasted two dogs next to each other. Uh, Hero's playing with the dogs. He tells Catra to play with the dogs. Catra's like, I don't know. Is war... Is kindness necessary for war? And Hero calls him a dumbass and tells him to play with the fucking dogs already, so he does. Uh, next scene, Hero and Catra are eating dinner inside a tent, and the guy who was talking about the kill on side order from before is just like, yeah, there's a kill on side order for you, but we're not gonna do it, because... Next scene, uh, yeah, I that was supposed to be a principal pause because it didn't say I cannot speak today. Um, it was a purposeful pause because it isn't really explained why. Uh, Sally is worried about the sea. Sally is in the ship with the zero one in it, and she gets intercepted by um some of the Romafellers. And she goes, well, sea looks cold. That sucks. And she crashes her plane into the sea, which doesn't matter because she immediately gets captured anyways. Noin is there. And rescues Sally. And I guess this is the first time they meet. I guess. Um, and they work together to steal the Zero One back from the Ramafellers. Noin now officially works for Elena and is like part of the Sanct Kingdom Imperial Guard. Cuts back to Hero. Hero is sneaking into a tent to look at the Romafellers info and he cuts aside in the hole of the tent to sneak in and then Catcher just walks in through the, the tent flap so like <laughs> Hero why are you being a dick? They just like they fed you. And are hiding you. <sighs> and so they discover the Sanct Kingdom's looking for them and they decide to escape. Because if they don't, the Romafellers are going to I guess, yeah, I guess these are it's confusing. I guess they're fleeing because if they don't, the Romafellers are going to attack these people who are harboring them. But by fleeing, they can pretend that they escaped. So they they get in the plane and they fly away and while they are flying away they recite the letter they wrote to the guy who fed them and shit 
to each other for some reason. It's really weird. Uh, they land on a carrier to hijack a couple mobile suits. Hero jumps out of the jet before it started to slow down and somehow doesn't become a smear on the ground. Uh, Katra kicks a door open and yells about being a pacifist as he mo- as he fires a uh, machine gun wildly. They hijack a couple mobile suits. Hero just starts destroying battleships in one shot from with the mobile suit, which really calls into question why the fuck these battleships exist. If like a run of the mill mobile suit can destroy them. Though I guess it's getting a buff because Hero is piloting it. So the guns just shoot harder. I mean, yeah, he just he has more more points spent in uh gun damage. Yeah, gotta get that ballistic skill up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh Noin has another scene, and I can't remember why, but she has a southern twang. And I'm not quite sure why she has a southern twang, and I'm I don't think it quite sticks around much longer. It doesn't. It doesn't come back. It's just the scene. And then the best character in the show shows up. I know I've said that about a couple other people, but no, really, Dorothy really is the best character. Dorothy's pretty great so far, yeah. She has the best eyebrows. <laughs> and she has the best car. And she loves war. Direct quote, I love wars, I really do. <laughs> Relena and Dorothy talk and start to strike up a friendship. Uh, Relena's like, are you really sure you want to be here? Because like, this is all about being peaceful and shit. And Dorothy goes, yeah, that sounds weird for me to want to do that since how much I love wars and I'm horny for war. Anyways, let's be friends! Um, Relena... Or sorry, uh... Relina says, when talking about peace, about how there are no foolish people living in this world, and how everyone, if they just talk it out, would become great friends. Which, Relina, you have met multiple people who start fights and start killing people for no reason. Such as the person who assassinated your dad. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yeah. When that lady just, like, murdered your dad for no reason, and then you showed up later at a party and tried to shoot her in the face? <sighs> no, there's uh, no foolish people. We can all just, you know, have a good old heart-to-heart and be chill. Yeah. Uh, Butler talks to Noin on a secret channel and reveals that he's packing heat so he can, so he can shoot a teenage girl if she got too uppity. Referring to Dorothy, not referring to Relena. Um, And then Dorothy goes outside and she sees some uh, mobile suits flying by and she goes, "Ah, hurry up and start a war. And that's episode 29. What did you think? Uh, Dorothy's pretty sick. I want everyone else to just stop talking. Yep. I, I think you know this show would be like so much better if they just like cut like sixty percent of the dialogue. <laughs> the show would be amazing if they cut like all of the dialogue and it was just people shooting each other. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because like yeah. it's got good, it's got some good action scenes. Not these episodes, but not these episodes. It's a lot of uh, one side stands there, the other one takes it, it does does the attacking, yeah. or vice versa. It's like we're all playing a turn pa- turn based game, but boring because all anyone ever does is the attack option. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. Wing Zero at one point releases its super, where T poses and spins in place. That's true. It got its limit break. <laughs> yeah. Episode 30, The Reunion with Relena. The recap for it is utterly worthless, because it just... It's, it's just random information and random things that happened which are not connected. Like, I think it, the way it's phrased, it implies that Duo was the one that killed Hiro Yui. Which is so weird. The original Hiro Yui, not our Hiro Yui, the Hiro Yui that Hiro Yui is named after. Mm hmm. Uh, we go to a, uh, oh, a scene of. Hmm? Oh, I was just gonna like we're in a we're in a forest with uh following some some snipers. Yes, so the Trace faction are hanging out in the forest, and they have a bunch of snipers looking into the forest. And a the snipers don't have any spotters, which completely defeats the purpose of using like that. You don't use snipers to find snipers have spotters because using a sniper rifle. Severely limits your field of vision. So you use a spotter whose entire job is to have a wide field of vision. Christ. Um, anyways, they were using it to try to identify mechs, which goes very poorly. Because if they found a mech, what was their plan? Shoot the mech with the sniper rifle? Uh... So they get their they, they get their asses kicked as they run away. Um Hero next scene, Hero has joined the Trey faction for question mark, question mark, question mark reasons, and Catra's like, man, this is bullshit, and he just fucks off. Uh next scene, Catra wanders into a town, and there's a couple odd soldiers beating the shit out of an apple merchant who are like Hey, what did you say? And the apple merchant's like, I, I didn't say anything. I was just, like, selling apples. And the soldiers go, No! You want the entire Trace faction and our faction to wipe each other out! And the apple merchant's like, Come on, dude. I just I just want to sell apples. Come on. Um, And then the, the soldier reveals that they're conscripting all available men into... A fight because the trades faction is going to invade. And the next scene, the leader of the Ramafeller faction is talking to the mayor, and he is absolutely outraged that the mayor doesn't want his the men in his city conscripted to fight against the people who defended them before. How fucking dare he! <laughs> yeah, this is one of the more um incomprehensible scenes. I don't know have... what 
we did have to watch it like twice. Yeah, the, <laughs> we still like, don't get it. Like, I it's it's hard to explain how dumb this is because it isn't. He's angry because his the people are refusing to be conscripted, as you would imagine. He's angry at the notion that they don't want to be conscripted, at the notion that this town, which isn't which wasn't a conflict zone until very recently enjoyed not being a conflict zone and doesn't want soldiers to start fighting near them. It doesn't make sense. It's so dumb. So fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it turns out that Stray Faction is going to invade soon. Uh, and we learn that Hero is a squad leader. He is Red One, which I am certain is not a Star Wars reference at all. Nope. Him being the head of Red Squadron, forming a terrorist activity to fight the big empire. Not at all a Star Wars reference. I don't even know what a Starburst is. God, it's been so long since I've had a Starburst. Me too. They have gelatin. It makes me sad. Yeah, but they're also kind of sucky from what I remember. Oh, they were my favorite growing up. Oh, really? Maybe they're softer than I remember them being. Because I remember them being kind of, like, hard to really bite into. Oh, I I mean, yeah, no, that that happens if they're, like, really old. (laughs) Ah, I see. So yeah, maybe maybe try try some that aren't like stale. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I'm trying to cut down my sugar intake. Well, I'm trying to cut down my sugar intake, anyways. Oh, good. Um, I say there's... that to myself every day, and I fail each day, time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I say that as I shove uh, more graham crackers in my mouth. I really <sighs> realized I really like graham crackers. Like they're really good snacks. Grab crackers are fucking good. Yeah, I got some really good chocolate ones um, Ooh. a while back, and this time I'm trying out some uh, cinnamon and honey graham mm-hmm, crackers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good shit. It is good shit. Um, I'm thinking about making like a peanut butter pie out of the chocolate ones because you can like smash up the chocolate ones to make the crust. Oh, but if I'm remembering correctly, because the there was a recipe on the back of it, and can you tell I really don't want to talk about Gundam Wing right now? <laughs> There's like a recipe, but the recipe didn't make sense. It was like, okay, you're gonna need this much of this ingredient. Okay, so you take a third of what you put aside, or of that ingredient, you put the rest aside, and then it doesn't show up in the rest of the recipe. Oh. Um, so we get scenes of Catra's hanging out with the apple merchant and we learn that war is bad. Do do you get it? That war is bad. Uh, Uh, I don't know that that one girl seems pretty into it. So maybe it's not that bad. Uh, Dorothy sees all the fighting and is just getting super fucking horny for it. Or no, she just talks about being horny for fighting. Sorry. Uh, there is a scene where Rolanda is teaching a class and uh, Dorothy's just like, 
Man, if everyone was like you, Relena, the world would be a better place. But then we wouldn't know how great you are, Relena. I like fighting. Uh, we go back, the fight's over. Um, Hero stopped the operation so that the city wasn't liberated from the Romafellers because there are too many civilian deaths, so he auto-failed because he thinks this is a video game. Uh, he defended a church where a bunch of people were hiding at one point. Oh, also, he's in a Leo. He's just like in a normal Leo. This is important a little bit later. Uh, so because they failed to take the city, uh, the Romafellers got reinforcements from some mobile dolls, and they show up. Um, most of the civilians are just leaving the city because they don't want to fucking die. Um, and so, again, the, the Romafellers and the Treus faction start fighting, except the Romafellers have their new mobile suits who are, like, undefeatable. Uh, and everyone's getting gunned down. Hero's like, no! I will keep fighting because I want to fight and I'm the most dedicated person in the show. Even more dedicated than Relena. Which I don't... I think what he's trying to say is that his... He's the most passionate about something as opposed to him saying he's the most passionate about fighting. <sighs> So at this point, Kadra realizes that he wants to fight uh, and help out the Sanct Kingdom. And so by doing so, he kills a man by throwing him from his mech. <laughs> he, he flies and he defeats the mobile... He defeats a mobile doll by booping its snoot uh, and tries to get Hero to leave. Noin flies by and drops... The Zero One's Gatling, or sorry, Beam Gatling, which that's, it's not, a, it's not a Gatling weapon. It just fires a solid beam. We looked this up. A Gatling weapon is a weapon that is multiple barrels that rotate swiftly to uh, create a high rate of fire. And the Beam Gatling is a rifle. It's just a laser cannon. It's, it's just a laser rifle that yeah. fires a... Uh, that you can hold down the trigger and fire a beam that doesn't go away, I guess. Um, and so it turns out that the new suit's shields only work against projectiles, I guess. Because you, you can just kind of, like, force your way through them, and it appears that beam weapons and lasers go right through them. Uh, because they destroy all of the attacking dolls, and then Katra and Hero go and they meet Relena, and Relena has gone from, I am super pacifist, uh, and I don't want any fighting. <gasps> My murder boys come home! And that's the end of episode 30, the reunion with Relena. What did you think? Uh, I, it's, uh, episode 31. Okay, episode <laughs> 31. What, 30, got, uh, <sighs> episode 31 the glass kingdom uh we open up on catcher and hero are in relena's limo because they're being dropped off at the school 
Catra's eyes are green and then they turn blue. Um, Catra is psyched to like live in the Sanct Kingdom. Hero's just here because they promised him uh, Unit 01 if they came with him. So once he gets 01, he's going to leave. Um, so they're talking to Relena, and Relena's like, Hey, Hero, why aren't you in your school uniform? And Hero's like, I'm not going to be here very long. Uh, Catra is not in a, is also not in a school uniform, but I guess that's just not like important right no. now. Relena only cares about Hero. Like, I guess. does she ever really like directly like interact with any other Gundam pilot? She she's interacting with Catra here, and she's gonna interact with. Throw up, maybe, and do you consider Zex slash Miliardo a Gundam pilot? Uh, I guess, I guess he is. Then yeah, she interacts with yeah. Miliardo some. Okay, but she her 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 she only has eyes for Hero. But anyways, they I can't even remember how they fucking do it. They can they convince Hero to put on the goddamn uniform, and like I do like the way they do it. It's just like it just shows like. You know, pans over to Hero, just just him in the frame, and just like the uniform just like kind of manifests onto his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Hero and Katra have joined the all-girls school, which I guess is no longer an all-girls school, um, because to learn the ways of peace, I guess. Uh, next scene, there is fencing, and Katra and Hero are kind of off to the side, and Katra's like, "Damn." I guess it's true. I guess women are the only ones are the only ones who could deal with not fighting and shit. And Hero's like, Catra, don't be sexist. Um, Dorothy walks over and challenges Hero to a fencing duel um, and says she'll have to really take it seriously because she hears that Hero doesn't like weak women, which that's Wufei. Yeah, wrong character. That's wrong character. Uh, so they they fence a bunch as Dorothy talks about people with two like two people with the same name, and Hero like purposely lets himself get hit, uh, and then she goes, "Hey, come on, man, actually try!" And then he breaks her fencing mask, which is something he tends to do a lot whenever he fences. I think every single time he's fenced, he's broken the other person's mask. Yeah, they they really need to like make those things more durable. Right. He really just, he just go, pokes right through them. Well, the, the weird thing is, up till now, a mask breaking has had a certain significance. Because it breaks a facade. Like when Zex's mask breaks, he becomes Miliardo. When uh, Hero breaks that other guy's mask, he reveals that he's like a powerful person to everybody. But this doesn't reveal anything. They can't even do their fucking symbolism right. <sighs> uh, it cuts to Relena learning about the guys getting their asses kicked last episode. And she has decided that she wants to offer them assistance because they've been driven into Sanct territory and she doesn't like that there's that they're dying. From like just being injured, so she's like, "No, just tell them that we'll take care of them." Um, and Noid's like, 
yo, the Romanfellers are going to use this as justification to invade. And Relena goes, nah, they that'll never happen. Um, but that doesn't matter because in the background there are portraits of a couple people and they're drawn <laughs> in a completely different style. It's like they're oil paintings. And like, it's, it's just like also the, the shape of these humanoids and uh, these paintings are very if, interesting. If you have ever played Super Mario RPG, in Booster's Tower, there is a puzzle where you have to select people's portraits in a certain order. And that is what these portraits look like. It's like that style and like weird blobbiness. Uh, anyways, Troy, Troy, um, knowing context, the Trey faction is like, hey, like, come on in. We'll treat you. Everything will be okay. And they go, no, they'll kill all of you. So we're not going to do that. And Doan goes, but wait, but you'll all die if you don't do this. And they go, yeah, we're all going to die anyways. So we're, we're going to leave so that you, we don't take down the Sanct Kingdom with us. Um, and no one gets upset. Um, and, uh, during this, I guess, Relena contacts the Romafellers and is like, hey, like the people you've driven into our territory, we've decided to take them in as refugees and help them out. And then they're going to leave. So you, like, please don't invade us. And the Romafeller guy is like, mm, I think we're going to invade you. Uh, because we have uh, intelligence that says they plan on invading like that this is a ploy and that they're going to invade you and take over so we have to carry out a preemptive strike and Relena goes no like don't like that's not what's happening please don't and he goes mm, no and hangs up so uh at this point knowing realizes everything is going to shit and shows Catra that they have a bunch of Tauruses, which are the space mechs, or space mobile suits, which are have been refit for working in atmosphere, which that would take so much goddamn work. I don't... Why, why am I worrying about uh, machine designs? This show doesn't. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're putting a lot more thought into it than they've ever did. Uh, Arelena apparently doesn't know that her Imperial Guards have weapons. Uh, next scene, we cut to the Trey's factions who are like, well, fuck. We have nothing left to do but, like, to just, bl just blow ourselves up, and then they won't have that justification anymore. And Hero shows up and is like, huh, self-destination, not a bad idea, says Hero. Who every single time he's trying to blow himself up, he's failed. Uh, and he says, hey, you could blow yourself up, or you could follow me, and you could fight back. And they go, no, we could never fight back. And Hero goes, yo, dude, come on. And they go, yeah, okay. Uh, and then they start fighting. Um, Relana and Dorothy see the fighting, and they're like, oh, 
let's go drive down to look at all the fighting. And they do. And they're in Dorothy's pimped out super mega limo, which has like eight fucking axles and is painted gold and doesn't have airbags or seat belts. Uh, Dorothy continues to be unbelievably horny for blood. Um, we cut back to the fight. There is a carrier, or yeah, one of the flying uh, Gundam carriers. Uh, the the Rumfellers shoot it and declare that they've shot it down. As you can clearly see that it is pulling up and going into the sky, which is the opposite <laughs> of going down. Like they really focus on it. It's ascension while they say this. Like it's really the like the focal point of the shot. Yeah. Uh, and then the wing, or sorry, the uh, the zero one, zero one, yeah, the wing, wing zero one, uh, hops out and starts killing everything. Um, during this, he he shoots down one of the other jets, which is gonna crash into a bridge, which is where Dorothy and uh. Relana are, and then Hero shoots it again so that it goes into a canyon. And the uh, rest of the Imperial Guard are there, and they're made up of a lot of the Trey faction soldiers and knowing, and they kill the shit out of the Ramafellers. Uh, Hero says he's going to go fuck off, which I'm sure will be gone forever. Um, and then, and then my notes just say Zach sax, because um, I'm pretty sure there was just like porn saxophone music playing while Relena talks about how she will allow Noin and Hero to form, um, like a defensive crew. Mm -hmm. And that's episode thirty-one, the Glass Kingdom, which is called the Glass Kingdom because. The Sanct Kingdom is made of glass because their piece is so fragile. Do you get it? Mm, uh, I don't think I do. I need you to explain it to me slower and more detail for approximately the next 20 minutes of the podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you episode... think of the episode? Uh, it, things happened. You know what? Things happen, and I could say that about this one. Uh, I, don't know, I had I had more I had more action scenes to less talking, so I it was uh, better than just the last couple. Yeah. Episode two: The God of Death meets Zero. <laughs> uh, it opens up on Cracker Squad in space is escorting a carrier full of something and they discover uh, that Death Scythe is, was stalking them because the Death Scythe can cloak now. Uh, he destroys Cracker Squad because he is not a fan of saltines. Mm -mm. Uh, we go back and we learn more about what's going on at the moon base because it turns out the moon base didn't blow up last time despite the fact that it was clearly shown to be blowing up I, they and just like, kind of fixed it, I guess. And, like, the scientists even mentioned, they're just like, damn, it's really surprising that we survived this place blowing up. 
but it's not. Uh, it turns out that Duo's been fucking up the um, mobile doll production by just like destroying all of the incoming uh, shipments. Uh, turns out the Wing Zero is back into operating status, which I mean, surely it won't uh, turn out poorly. It's still Lieutenant Trant is the guy who's trying to do all the research. And so he starts piloting it and he starts to hallucinate. And he's just like, damn, I can't control it. But I bet those Gundam pilots could. I'm going to go find one of those Gundam pilots. Uh, meaning Duo or Wufei, because those are the two that escaped. Uh, we find out that Duo is salvaging and scavenging all of the uh, uh, all of his kills, and he's selling it to a black market guy who is delivering him the materials he needs to repair the Death Scythe. Um, he offers to sell Duo like bullets and shit because I think he knows that Duo doesn't use guns. Well, no, he does. He has the two Gatlings, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he drives off. Size, but uh, Hildy runs up and is like, "Hey, Duo, how can I help?" And he says, "You can't go away." And she goes, "Okay," and she runs off and she's got a really <laughs> cute beret. <laughs> Um, and then the next scene is, again, Duo standing in a garbage uh, heap looking for parts. And Hildy once again runs up and goes, Duo, how can I help? And he goes, mm, make me a steak for dinner tonight. And she goes, oh, you. And then the uh, Wing Zero shows up and uh, Trance in it. And he's like, hey, you're going to pilot this so I can get some combat data. And Duo's like, okay, sure, but you know that if you fired that big cannon at me right now, you destroy the colony. And Trant goes, I don't fucking care. All I care about is being zero data because it the the cockpits turn me into full psycho killer mode. And I'm not using that term incorrectly or like pejoratively. The name of the system is uh, Psycho something, and I can't remember what it's called. It isn't revealed yet. But the name of the system that controls the Gundam Wing is Psycho. Which, uh-oh. That aged poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent talks about how with this, once he can, can get all the data on the Wing Zero and his cockpit and perfects it, He'll be able to replace the outdated mobile doll system, which, I mean, dude, the mobile doll system just got out of beta. Like, it it just exists. It's not, it's not old. It's barely, like, even functioning. Come on, give it a couple months. Uh, and then Duo has a fight scene against a bunch of mobile dolls where he uses the Wing Zero and... Uh, it's going great until he starts to hallucinate because that's what the cockpit does. Uh, because I know I know I keep saying this, but I mean it for real this time. I guess the Wing Zero is a new type because it can kind of see the future. So he fights the dolls. 
Um, he starts to hallucinate um, death scythes, and he starts to hallucinate so many death scythes that he goes into super uh, emotionless kill mode, and he destroys all of the dolls, and then he destroys the colony, and then he breaks out of it, and he realizes he was hallucinating all that. But apparently while he was hallucinating, he was just destroying the shit out of all the dolls with his sword. Um, and so he's like hyperventilating and panicking and then trance there again is like, so what did you see it? What was it showing you? What was it trying to show you? And Duo's like, dude, don't, don't like, let's, let's destroy this. This is too much. Like this system is going to kill whoever tries to use it. Like, don't just please don't. Um, Remifellow show up and are like, hey, Trant, what the fuck? You're supposed to destroy this. And Trant goes, no, I'll destroy you. And he kicks uh, Duo out as Duo floats through space and is still kind of traumatized. Uh, Trant goes and fights the mobile dolls and starts to lose himself. Uh, he kills a bunch of the Oz troops and then he hallucinates that he's going to blow up the colony. Um, Duo shows up to stop him from destroying the colony and they fight and then Trent hallucinates that he got into like a CQC fight with Duo and then as he was about to destroy Duo Duo detonated his uh, the Death Scythe 2.0 the Death or Scythe to, to Death to Scythereal um, so that... hmm? nothing uh, it just uh, he pulls it up, except um, no, he didn't. Yeah, it was a hallucination again, and uh, Trent starts yelling about how he, I can't lose, I won't lose, I cannot possibly lose, and then his mat, his like helmet explodes, which I think is supposed to represent that like his brain just blew up, because I'm pretty sure Trent's dead. Oh, that's what happened there. I had no idea what happened there. Yeah. Uh, and then Duo watches the Wing Zero just kind of fly off. Or no, he might not be dead. He might just be, like, gone, like, fully lost the sauce. Mm. No, I, th I think that's it, because I remember the Wing Zero has to get into someone's hands somehow. And I think that's how it happens. Um, anyways, Duo says, if anyone could pile the Gundam Zero, they would be superior to the human race. And I would like listeners who have never seen Gundam Wing to uh, guess how many people master the Wing Zero. And that's the end of episode 32. What did you think? Uh, out of the four, this was the best. Partially just because I, I just like Duo. Yep. He, he's yeah. like, he, he is the character with the most personality. It, it's in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Dorothy. Okay, now there's there is Dorothy now, so she she's up there. So we have like two characters with like a personality now. I wonder if there's a ship of Dorothy and Duo. Oh, because you I... know, you know, Dorothy would be into Duo. A, oh, the yeah. guy who calls himself the God of Death. How could she not? Also, I, I just the old I, I could be wrong. I my memory of the things that happened in this show is not great, and that won't change. 
But is is Duo the only one who's ever referred to himself as the god of death? Has anyone else ever said that? No. Or has he just decided like, yeah, I'm the god of death? That's that's just what he calls himself. <laughs> oh, I I may have found a duo Dorothy ship. Oh. OTP, let's go. Uh, let's see, that's Relena Hero, Duo Hero, Troa Hero, Un Hero, you. Uh. <laughs> no, no more. No. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh. oh, no. Reading these tags? Oh, this just keeps getting worse. Oh. Uh, duo Hero, Duo Hero. Uh, it's all just with hero. There's a lot of people who want to bang hero. Wow, that's that is a lot of poof. Uh, let's see, duo hero, hero duo, hero Zex. Okay, hero Relena. Oh, this is this is a. I I found a uh, Battlestar Galactica Gundam Wing uh, Crossvic. Oh. Okay. Uh, Trua Wufei. Oh, Trua Wufei Duo. Quatra Hero. Oh. Proa Quatra. Anyways, I'm sure there is. I, I refuse to end this episode on me just repeat, just looking at tags of fanfic. This show, these four episodes were really fucking rough. Yeah. Yeah. They're like I. I hope the ne- I remember the next ones being better. It's just the thing is the the show tried to be political, and it's just not. The characters just don't have that ability, and the dialogue just it doesn't make sense. It just really doesn't. Like there's so many times where I have no idea what they're trying to say. Sometimes like. There's plenty of times I can kind of guess what they're trying to get at, but there's so many times where just, you just can't. They're just they're just saying words. It's just words. There's nothing else behind them. Anyways, that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye.